Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Boiler Alert Podcast. Also, are going to go through the bracket. Ryan and I are going to kind of give you our predictions, which, as always, are subject to change uh, given who could win in these early rounds. You know, but when we talk about the next Purdue game, we want to be able to have all of our options on the table. So, uh, Ryan, are you ready uh, in the second half to make some bold predictions on this title game? Only the zestiest, boldest predictions. Okay, good, good. That's what I expect. All right, so. There were two, well, I guess three different sets of awards um, today were announced. Mm -hmm. Two by the Big Ten, and then one by Sporting News. So Sporting News announced their All-American team, and Zach Eady was a unanimous selection um, for a first-team All-American. And that means he is well on his way to becoming an official uh, consensus All-American, which uh, there are four groups that do uh, All-American teams that the NCAA counts towards someone being known as a consensus All-American, and the Sporting News is one of them. Um, and you get three points for being on the first team, two points for being on the second team, and one for being on the third team. So uh, Zach Eady already with three points in the bank. Um, I don't think there's any question he's going to be a consensus All-American. I mean, it, it, do you think there's 
any world where that doesn't happen? Not a single one. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it would just be bizarre. I can't imagine uh, the voting public for any of these other wards would would leave him off the first team. It would, it would, it would be a complete shock to the system. Yeah. Yep. Unless you're in a parallel universe and he's four foot seven. Yeah. Four. You just flip him. Um, so this is his first All American award. It will not be his last. Um, I mean, just. An incredible run from, you know, where he started and how long he's been playing organized basketball. And, you know, we all know his story well on this podcast, but it bears repeating that Zach Eady came in as a guy who everybody thought was going to redshirt until they saw him, you know, after (laughs) some conditioning and some training. And they're like, oh, man, this guy is actually going to play. And he played alongside, you know, uh, Trevion Williams and then supplanted him his sophomore year when Trevion was a senior, uh, supplanted him as the starter, and that's no easy thing. Um, just an incredible talent and, and seemingly a an individual who represents Purdue with class. Um, you told me after the IU game he wasn't available for the media because he was out signing autographs, right? Uh, yeah, after the Illinois game. Oh, Illinois yes. game, yes, sorry. Correct. Yeah, I mean, he was out there signing autographs for at least 45 minutes. And that was after all of the celebration and whatnot, too. Just what a guy. What, you know, I mean, seven foot four, probably the top player in the nation, you know, as evidenced by these awards so far, and just does everything he can for the fans. He does not leave until every single person has the autograph they want. And they come in swarms. Oh, I bet. I mean, you almost want to ask, like, if his hand eventually starts cramping from it. But luckily, there's enough people in the crowd that just want a picture with him where he can take a break from writing and just take a picture where he has to hold his, you know, seven foot, what, ten wingspan arms out and take a selfie just so everyone can be in the shot. Just incredible. Yeah, I mean, taking a selfie with Zach Eady must be nice because you know he's going to be the one taking it, and you know you're going to right. good angle. Mm-hmm, exactly. Always that top-down, you know. The only thing you're missing is golden hour at that point. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, as I said, it's going to be the first of many. And then, for some reason, the Big Ten decided at around 12.15 that they were going to announce all of their conference awards. Did you even know this was coming today? Uh, I figured it was coming today considering the tournament starts tomorrow, but I wouldn't assume at 12.15 in the afternoon. I, you'd think they'd have, like, a show to do it. I mean, instead of showing, like, the seventh straight rerun of a classic base, basketball or football game on Big Ten Network. Yeah, I was I was very confused because I know in the past they have unveiled the awards during a primetime show. Um, so when Jed sent a message in our group chat about like, hey, do you want me to do the post about Zach Eady getting uh, conference player of the year? And I, I was like, well, conference player of the year from who? Who announced it? And there was some confusion, but eventually he's like, from the conference? And I was like, no, they haven't announced that yet. And then he sent the tweet in the chat, and I was like, I had no idea. Absolutely no mm-hmm. idea that this was coming at, like, 12.15 on a Tuesday. So um, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was just a weird weird rollout, poorly handled. Um, but, hey, you know, I'll, I'll take it because, you know, Zach Eady, Conference Player of the Year, um, I think the only 
The only true candidate, I think, who gave him any real run uh, was Trace Jackson Davis. But I don't think um, the logical choice uh, was anybody but Zach Eady. Beware. Twitter will come after you for that. Story. Yeah, yeah. So we did the uh, we did the SB Nation voting for um, you know the Big Ten awards, and we got responses from nine different schools, including Hammer and Rails. Um, so I did. You know, we got three three folks who write at Hammer and Rails gave me votes. So I devalued their votes. So that each each of theirs was only worth one third of a vote. Um, so as to keep it fair, but. Uh, right. Only one blog uh, submitted a vote that did not have Zach Eady as Player of the Year, and I will give you one guess as to what school that blog represents. Does that have to do something with crimson? It does. And a big hole in the ground? Yes, a quarry. Yes. Yes. Cool. That that would be the IU mm-hmm. Sports sports Blog Nation team uh, submitted theirs with uh, Trace Jackson Davis as the Player of the Year. He was the that was the only ballot that I received that had uh, anybody other than Zach Eady as the player of the year. So I think that tells you just how confident um, I think you and I were that he was going to win. I mean, it wasn't really a question. Yeah. Um, Trace Jackson Davis certainly had a great season. You can't take anything away from him, but um, you know he was not Zach Eady, and, and that's all you can say about that. Does that make us the second biggest homers on SB Nation? I think so. It must because at least, you know, I submitted a vote um, because I was the one putting it together. And I, of mm-hmm. course, voted for Edie. Um, but when you vote for your own guy, you and do. Everyone you else do, does. Yeah, and everyone else does. You don't feel like a homer. Whereas with right. the Crimson Quarry guy, it's like he literally is the only one who voted for his guy. Um, in this scenario, so it definitely comes off much more uh, as a homer. So uh, you're you're right in that, I guess. We're we're probably the second worst uh, offenders in the homerism category now. I don't know. I mean, there are worse things to be accused of. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> uh, continuing down the list, um, not a ton of other recognition for Purdue, which surprising no. surprising or not, I mean. It's hard to argue with a lot of the choices, but then you take them on, you know, as a whole, and you really do wonder why Purdue didn't get more recognition. But I'm just going to go down and pretty quickly here. Uh, co-defensive player of the year, uh, Chase Audige from Northwestern and Caleb McConnell from Rutgers. Freshman of the year, um, Jalen Huchifino from IU. Sixth man mm-hmm. of the year, Peyton Sandfort from Iowa. Coach of the year, which I want to stop and talk about, uh, went to Chris Collins from Northwestern. Do we think this was a good choice? I think they picked one of the two top candidates, but I don't <laughs> think they picked number one. So I mean, give, give me more. Give me more. Why would why would you vote for Painter over Collins? Just when you lose a top five NBA pick, you lose Trevion Williams, who is an all Big Ten player. You lose, I think, four of your starting um, five guards. Mm-hmm. You then go and have your, you know, one of your players who was sharing the role of center last season go and become the national player of the year. You start two freshmen in your, um, as your two guards, and then you're picked in the middle of the pack, probably about sixth, I think was about consensus. Yeah, I think so too. 
and you win the Big Ten by three games while having multiple weeks at number one and being in the top five for, what, 15? 15 straight weeks, weeks, yeah. I think Matt Painter has done more than enough to deserve this award, and I think it's more so that Chris Collins took a god-awful team normally and ascended them a bit this season. I mean... Every season, no one expects Northwestern to win is the thing. So, the one time he does do it, or, well, one of the two times he's done it, is he's going to get recognition. But, like, did he truly do it? I mean, look at the players they brought back. They brought back a co-defensive player of the year, um, a couple other um, all-Big Ten players in Chase Audige, Boo Booey, um... There was one more in there. Um, but anyway, they bring back talent, and they did well. But they were also one game, one loss away from being ninth in the conference. Right. So, like I said, I think Chris Collins was the second most deserving coach of that award, but I think Matt Painter got snubbed. Yeah, my thing with Coach of the Year is – I never really know how people are considering it and voting for it. Right. You you look at the coaches who win it, and it's almost always seemingly based on exceeding expectations. But who sets the expectations? The media. And the media sets the expectations based on what they know about the team and based on you know who, who teams have coming in and who teams have leaving. So mm-hmm. it's not really... You know, they're setting expectations and then they're voting based on, oh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's a very weird situation. I mean, it's it's funny because you see coaches like um, Coach K, Roy Williams, even guys like Tom Izzo don't necessarily win these awards very often because they're expected to do well. So more right. often than not, their seasons are viewed as disappointments from a coaching perspective in these award categories. Um and I think that's why you saw a guy like Gene Cady win it so often uh, during his tenure at Purdue is Purdue was often thought to be having a down year. And, you know, Cady's favorite thing to say was, we don't rebuild, we reload. Um, <laughs> so when when that would happen, um, Cady would win a coach of the year. So, I mean, it was great. He, um, you know, uh, got, a, got a bunch of those awards during his time at Purdue. But mm-hmm. I just... The the fact of the matter is, Matt Painter and Purdue overachieved what anybody realistically could have thought they were going to do, even the most rosy-eyed Purdue fan. Um, mm-hmm. To your point, I mean, reiterating what you said, top five NBA draft pick, gone. Um, and three other starters, gone. You lose four starters, and somehow you stay at number one longer. You're in the top five longer. You win the Big Ten by three games. Um that's an impressive season for anyone, regardless of expectations. And I understand arguing for Chris Collins, but Chris Collins put himself in a situation where his team was expected to be bad because overall he has not done a good job at Northwestern. Um, if he didn't right. do well this year, he was probably going to get fired. Mm-hmm. So maybe the low expectations again have led him to winning this award, but I don't know. Um, it, it's always one, it's one of the weirder awards out there. 
Um, Coach Painter did win the AP uh, Coach of the Year in the Big Ten, so he shared <laughs> that one with Chris Collins, so he's got that going mm-hmm. for him. But just it's just such a weird award to me. Yeah, someone also put on Twitter a stat that of the five previous teams to win the Big Ten by three or more games, all five of them, their coach won Coach of the Year. Matt oh, really? Painter's the first one not to. Wow. So... Uh, oh, well, and by that logic, then we should say Fred Hoiberg deserves Coach of the Year because <laughs> Nebraska did somewhat better than what we all anticipated. Yeah, yeah. So And Chris Holtman should be fired. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so moving down the list, we've got first team. Uh, I don't think really any surprises here. Zach Eady and Trace Jackson Davis were unanimous selections. Uh, Terrence mm-hmm. Shannon Jr. from Illinois. Chris Murray from Iowa and Jalen Pickett from Penn State. I have no qualms with anyone on that list. Do you? I don't. Um, Shannon was someone that I didn't really even think of when thinking about this award. Um, I probably would have put Jameer Young in there. Okay. Jameer Young is the first one on second team anyway, so right there. Yeah. The I actually, when I voted, um, I had Shannon on my second team, and I replaced him with Boo Booey. Uh, from okay. Northwestern. So, and I think you can make a case either way. Shannon really was, it was between him and Bowie for my last spot on my on my first team. So, um, I don't uh, begrudge anybody that. And then, to your point, Jameer Young was the very next one on my list. So, second team, we've got Jameer Young from Maryland, Hunter Dickinson, Michigan, Tyson Walker, Michigan State, Derek Walker, Nebraska, Chase Adij from Northwestern, and Boo Bowie also from Northwestern. So, um there is that uh, third team, honorable mention. We don't need to go through all those, but I do want to mention that honorable mention, both Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer uh, were mentioned there. They obviously re- must have received uh, a vote. And then on the all-freshman team, Braden Smith earned a spot, and all-defense, uh, Zach Eady uh, was listed on that team as well. So those are your Purdue mm-hmm. uh, winners. There's also the Sportsmanship Award. I shouldn't leave that one out. Um, and that one, every team gets one winner, and for that, that was Matt Frost. Yep. Good for him. I mean, yeah, with his ACL injury, obviously he could have just left the team, stuck with it, and was a good teammate. So good for Matt Frost. Exactly. Awesome guy. I worked with him at uh, Purdue Golf Course. Oh, so, did you? Yep. Um, not too, too long. I was on my way out when he was coming in, but still – Got to meet him a couple times, and awesome guy. Well, great. All deserve. Always good to hear. You know, you you always want that to be the case, but sometimes it's one of those don't meet your heroes or don't meet athletes kind of situation. You just kind of want to stay <laughs> away, but uh, that is good to hear. So uh, there we go. That is the conference awards. More will be coming um, as far as national awards and other All-American awards, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Um, but we're going to take a break. Then Ryan and I are going to come back, and we're going to go game by game, quick hitters through what we think is going to happen at the Big Ten Tournament. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back. So, Big Ten Tournament starts Wednesday, March 8th. First game in the evening. It is at 6.30 Central, or I'm sorry, 6.30 Eastern time. That's going to mess me up every time. Uh, 5.30 <laughs> Central. Um so Ryan, I know you can't uh, attend those because you got to be at work. Uh, but let's mm-hmm. start out with Game One: Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Who are you taking? I got to take Wisconsin. Yeah, me too. Ohio State has just looked absolutely like dog dog crap ever yeah. since they lost to Purdue that first time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Ohio State clearly won't make an NIT bid. Will they even make a postseason tournament? The what, the CBI? CBI. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, well, I wouldn't accept it if I was Chris Holtman. No, no. So just at this point, one more game and skedaddle. Yeah, light the tape on fire on your way out, and then hopefully mm-hmm. you can come back next season better. So uh, there we go. We both got Wisconsin moving on. That's the thirteen twelve matchup. Next is the fourteen versus the eleven. Minnesota versus Nebraska. Uh, I've got Nebraska in this one. As do I. Just, again, Minnesota. Just just leave this year alone. Yeah. Celebrate your seniors and go on to 24. Yeah. Yeah. They Minnesota has a lot of problems uh, with that roster. <laughs> so uh, they, they need some time to fix that situation. Um, so those are the only two games on Wednesday. We're heading into the Thursday games. Um, the winner of this game faces Purdue, so this is the 9-8. This is Rutgers versus Michigan. Who you got? I'm going to take Rutgers in this. Uh, I feel like this is a winner-gets-into-the-tournament type game. It does seem that way, yeah. So, yeah, both are on the bubble, so I would take Rutgers in this one. Okay, I'm. this is the, our first, uh, first difference of opinion. I'm taking Michigan here. Um, I just Rutgers for whatever reason just they're not playing uh, like they were earlier in the year. Uh, I know they've had some guys banged up a little bit, um, and I just think Michigan has a lot of talent on the team, and I think they are going to be ready to play. And I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to get by Rutgers uh, to face Purdue on Friday. Fair enough, and I'm sort of selfishly wanting Purdue to get that revenge game yeah. on uh, Rutgers, but. I mean, it should be a good matchup. Like I said, both teams are fighting for their tournament lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that always makes for a good uh, a good game. So, uh, and then after that one, we have got uh, our winner from the first game, Wisconsin versus Iowa. I'm taking Iowa in this one. Just, I mean, I don't think Wisconsin has has been very good of late, and I think Iowa's offense can carry them. Exactly. I mean, Wisconsin, they're good if they can limit you to 52 points, but Iowa right. is going to score at least 70. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're going to run. I'll take the Hawkeyes. They're going to run, and I'm not sure Wisconsin can keep up. Um, the next game, uh, 6.30 Eastern time. This is, I think, to me, the game I'm most looking forward to watching. Uh, Penn State, mm-hmm. Illinois. 
I think both teams are playing well right now. I think Penn State, I've got a soft spot in my heart for them because of Shrewsbury, so I love watching them play. <laughs> um, they're a good squad, and I, I, I wait. I think it's your turn to choose. Your turn to choose first. So Penn State or Illinois, right. who you got? I also have that soft spot for Shrewsbury, but I think Illinois is just slightly better. I, I've got Illinois. Okay, I've got Penn State, so this works out well. We're, we're <laughs> diverging here. Um, I think Pickett uh, hopefully can carry them uh, past uh, Shannon because I think that those are the two guys who I'm looking forward to play in this game. But like I said, the Penn State-Illinois mm-hmm. game is one that I just think is going to be a, a really fun game to watch, so I'm looking forward to that one on, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, we've got Nebraska versus Maryland. Ooh, okay. Um. I guess, looking at this, it's it's technically a neutral site game, so I'm not sure how Maryland will play. Uh, if it was on the road, you would have to choose Nebraska because Maryland has just been atrocious on the road. But I will take Maryland in this. I'll trust in Jameer Young uh, and the rest of those guys that they can get through a- at least one neutral site game. Yeah, I'll also take the Terps, unfortunately, because... As much as I love to see Keisei Tominaga play yeah. in these games, I think just Maryland has proved to have enough talent to get past this team, especially since Nebraska's without Derek Walker. So it's, right. it's an uphill battle, and I think Maryland pulls it out. Yeah, yeah, me too. So then that is all for Thursday. We're moving on to Friday. First game, noon Eastern. This is the Purdue game. They obviously will be facing the winner of Rutgers-Michigan. Both Ryan and I have that as Michigan. So Michigan versus Purdue. Um, uh, my choice first. I'm taking Purdue uh, in this one. Mm-hmm. We saw these two teams play before earlier in the year. Um, Dickinson, obviously the biggest problem. But I think Edie can kind of slow him down and neutralize him as best as he can. And mm-hmm. I just I hope Purdue can find their shooters again. Um, a neutral site. We'll see how both teams react to playing in a gym they haven't played in lately. Um, and I just, I really want to see Purdue get it back together offensively and play like they did in the first half of that Illinois game. And if they do that, I think Purdue rolls into the semifinals on Saturday. Yeah. Um, quick point. I did have Rutgers in this. Oh yes. Sorry. (laughs) You're good. Uh, but I also still have Purdue. Because, as you said, Rutgers is probably going to be coming off of this game like it's probably going to be a hard-fought battle against Michigan. Hunter Dickinson's probably going to do some stupid crap in the game (laughs) and make everyone tired. And then I think Purdue can just hopefully try and flex a little bit on whomever they're playing and uh, move into the semis. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. So the next one... um... I think we both have Iowa. Yeah, Iowa versus Michigan State in the second game. Mm-hmm. And luckily you go first on this one because I'm torn. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Iowa. I feel like Izzo sometimes struggles in the first game. Once he starts picking up momentum, it gets going. But that first game's tough. And Iowa can just come out and blitz anyone. So I think... Sanford and Murray and Rebracha and that whole crew can get going and the whole nepotism crew can win. So can't go all chalk. I will go with Iowa over the Spartans. Okay. Um, I'll do the opposite uh, just for fun, for argument's sake. 
Um, I'll, I'll go Michigan State. Um, I think Tyson Walker's playing really well right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think Michigan State is certainly a better team than they were a month ago. And, you know, it is March, and you just never know what Tom Izzo is going to do in March. So um, <laughs> I'll trust Tom Izzo over uh, Fran any day of the week. So that is that is really my only justification for picking Michigan State there. Fair enough. All right, so then we've got uh, Northwestern, and I took Penn State in this one. You took Illinois, so um, yep. I've got Penn State Northwestern. You've got Illinois Northwestern, and I am going to go the upset route. I'm going to have number ten Penn State heading into the Ooh. semifinals. Um, okay. I think I think they've got so much to play for, and I think Shrewsbury ultimately is a better coach than Collins despite the Big Ten Coach of the Year award. Um, and I'm I'm thinking Penn State can really pull the upset here. Okay. Um, mm, Illinois Northwestern. All right. So I am also going to go with the upset route just because I'm a little salty about Chris Collins winning that <laughs> award. So give me Illinois over the Wildcats. Make sure all the Illinois fans say that Chicago is – Illinois right. Yes. Is still, Big Ten. Illinois, Chicago. Chicago's Big Ten team. Yes. Yeah. So really, this All- is like a home home tournament for Northwestern, if you think about it that way. Chicago's yeah. Big Ten team. Oh, even though they're in Evanston, Illinois, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, uh, pretentious people. Are all around. I feel like anyway. you. Being, feel like you being from Illinois, you you get a little angrier about that than I do. Fair enough. Yeah. But then again, I'm one of the people who grew up in Northwest Indiana saying I was from Chicago. So there's enough Chicago people who are mad at me anyway. Yeah, you're just as bad. Just Mm -hmm. as bad. All right. Uh, So next game, uh, final game of the day on Friday, we have got IU, and I believe we both chose Maryland. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it – no, it's your turn to go first, so that's good. Mm -hmm. I will go with the Terps. Okay. Upset. Yep. Yep. Um, I think the Terps have something to prove that they can win away from their home gym. And I think they bring it to Indiana, who has struggle bust a little bit lately. Other than Indiana has played everybody except for Purdue pretty poorly. So, yeah, I, I- think Maryland gets it done. You're not wrong, and you you you're kind of convincing me there. But I obviously I would love that to happen. But I'm trying to win. I'm trying to be right. Uh, so I'm okay. taking I'm taking IU. Uh, so I've got IU heading into the semifinals. Um, I just okay. Trace Jackson Davis and Huchifino they're playing really well right now, um, and I'm not sure Maryland mm-hmm. can can beat them on a neutral court. If it was if it was in Maryland, it'd be different. But all right, so semifinals Purdue. Uh, I have Purdue, Michigan State. You have Purdue, Iowa. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going Purdue to take down Michigan State for the third time in the Three season. In a row. It's not right. easy to do. Um, it, it's very a difficult thing to, to beat the same team three times in a year. Um, but Purdue has just found something out uh, with this Izzo team. Uh, and Zach Eady has had great games against them. So I think he can do it once again, and he powers Purdue into the final game on Sunday. And I think if Purdue gets all the way to Sunday, I think they are guaranteed uh, a one seed in the NCAA tournament, regardless of what anybody else does. 
Yeah, I agree. And I, with Purdue-Iowa, I think Purdue gets it done um, as well just because Purdue's defense is somewhat underrated at points this season. And in these kind of games, in these tournament games, if you go back to what they did in Portland, they're pretty good in these tournament games. And I'm hope, hopeful they'll get back to that yeah. and limit Iowa while being able to hit some shots of their own. Zach Eady is obviously going to be the monster in the middle, but if outside shots are falling, Purdue's got a better offense than Iowa. So I like them to get back to the championship two years in a row, avenge last year's championship game in the semifinals. All right, there we go. Um, so final matchup before we get to the championship game, I have got uh, Penn State IU. You have got, mm-hmm. I believe, Illinois IU? Illinois, Maryland. Illinois, Maryland. Man, I can't keep it straight. Um, Six, seven. Yeah. So um, you go first, Illinois, Maryland. Ooh. All right. Um, right. I'm going to take Maryland just because I think their guard play – is just slightly better than Illinois. That's really about all the uh, all the analysis I can do on this game. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen them very often. We've seen each once. So. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, um, I've got Penn State IU, and I think I'm I'm setting up a final game between Purdue and IU. It'll be the third time these two teams face. Uh, so I'm picking IU in this game to make it to the finals to face Purdue on Sunday. Okay. And now you get pick on this championship game. No, I I can't pick against Purdue here. I've I've built yeah. this. I've built this. Like I didn't realize I was going to get here with Purdue IU at the end. I you know I I didn't go to reverse engineer to get it here, but that's where I wound up. And I just this is a Purdue podcast. I'm a Purdue fan. I'm not going to pick against Purdue if it's a Purdue-IU game. So uh, I'm picking Purdue to find some vengeance, uh, not get beat by IU for a third time, and beat them when it matters, when there's hardware on the line. So I'm taking Mm -hmm. Purdue. They'll win their second Big Ten uh, conference, or Big Ten tournament title, as well as, you know, to go with their three-game win in the conference regular season this year. So what about you, your final game? What do you have? I also have Purdue cutting down the nets for the second time, hopefully second of three. Um, And I think it's just because Purdue's not playing Maryland on the road. It's Mm -hmm. that simple when it comes to Maryland. And Purdue is just a different animal compared to other Big Ten teams. Plus, if they've already – if Purdue gets through two games, I don't think they're going to miss on a third. Just they are a very rhythmic team, and once they get going, they're going to get going. So – I like them to win it all while being on Paramount Plus or your CBS <laughs> app or whatever you use to stream your games at 2.30. I will be there. Let me let me tell you, for anybody out there who is looking for Paramount Plus, just mm-hmm. Google Paramount Plus free month. There is always a code for a free month of Paramount <laughs> Plus. Um so you can always find it. You can get it for free for a month. Obviously, it will be on your local CBS station. But if for whatever reason you need to find it on Paramount Plus, uh, just Google Paramount Plus free month. You will find a code. Um, so keep that in mind. So we both got Purdue winning uh, the championship. 
we will see yep. if we hold that we hold to that as the tournament progresses. Yeah. I just love being a homer. It's yeah, just yep. part of our soul. It is too. Yep, mine too. So uh we're gonna be back with you. Uh, we're going to record Thursday night after we know who Purdue will actually play, and then we'll preview that game for you. Um, and then mm-hmm. depending on how the rest of the tournament goes, we may be with you uh, quite a bit more often this week um, to talk about the games and look ahead to the next one. But, you know, that'll all depend on how Purdue does. So, um, Ryan, anything else you want to say about this tournament or the awards before we head out for the night? Yes, just rest assured to all of the fans, I will not be wearing the cursed shirt. Good. You better not. Although, I feel like I should just wear the shirt I've been wearing to the previous two games, both wins, to both the Friday game and Saturday game. If Purdue wins those two, I then return to the old shirt on Sunday. Where there's not really anything to lose. That game no, uh, result never matters. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. If if Purdue has won while you're wearing this shirt twice, and you wear it both on Friday and Saturday, and Purdue wins, you wear the same shirt on Sunday. Why would you mess with fate? You're right, but sometimes you just have to prove to yourself that you're not crazy yes, or are what, crazy. Okay, but what if... What if it is a Purdue YU game on Sunday? You change your shirt and we lose. Oh, well then, you know, I don't think I'd rather have... I think I'd prefer not to have the mob at my Twitter front gate. So I think I'd have to wear that shirt again. That's what I'm saying. So just like... We're, do do, do it until the magic runs out. Do a do a quick laundry run, you know? You, oh, just for sure. Just throw them in there, freshen it up. Maybe even, maybe even just spray it with some Febreze, you know? You do what you gotta do. There's plenty of laundromats in Chicago. That's I'm right. sure I can find uh, yeah. one. A quick fluff and fold. So there we go. Uh, it just We'll keep an eye on uh, on Shirtgate as we move forward. Um, yes. Ryan better not let us down. He's going to be in attendance. So uh, we'll come back with you uh, Thursday night. So you will be back in your ears Friday morning with a preview of Purdue's opponent for Game 1 for them, which will be Friday noon Eastern on the Big Ten Network. So for Ryan and myself... Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. Boiler up. Hammer down.